Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. We have a wonderful guest here today with us. He's children's book author Chris Parsons, and he's going to be joining us in just a second here. Uh, He is live with us, and the show is live, and then tapes and syndicates out to all the places where you listen and download your podcasts. Again, um, we, oh my gosh, I love you all so much. We have millions of downloads on this show, and um, it's not funded. It's husband funded, really, is what I joke and say. My husband rolls his eyes, Um, but it's very grassroots. So um, we love it when you embrace our guests, buy their book, um, share the show, tell somebody that you listened and loved this, all that good stuff. That's what makes us uh, hum here at the Best Ever You Network. So while I am interviewing Chris Parsons today, and we're just having a really candid chat here about his book, um, A Little Spark. It's so cute. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, look at bethatspark.com because the website that goes with it, the music, the book, Oh, my goodness gracious. We sent this out to our testers here for our awards for uh, Best Ever You. And, I mean, I have video of one child hugging this book. So (laughs) I'm really excited. Um, I do need to mention um, we're a live show, so we always tell folks to please stay well. Uh, we, uh, if you're looking for the latest and greatest on COVID, this is not the place for that. Um, we are live show for basically entertainment purposes, but because we're live, we do, we're pretty much required to let you know that we're not the latest and greatest on COVID. So please, um, look at your local information, national world, and so forth for the latest on COVID and politics for that matter. We don't do that here either. So (laughs) anyway, all right, Chris Parsons. How are you today? I am excellent. I am feeling good. Uh, the weather is getting a little cooler here in Dallas. Uh, it's down into the 80s, so beautiful fall day here. So doing well. I'm really down, excited about having this conversation. Down into the 80s. My. Uh, so I'm in Maine, and um, we're, yeah, no, not 80. Um, we're going to see winter soon, I predict, but it's very pretty. It's orange and fall-like, and all the leaves are blowing around outside, and so here we are. Um, children's books. Oh, my goodness gracious. I need the story behind how you arrived at this moment of placing a children's book that is so magical out into the world. Well, it goes back a long time. I grew up uh, north of you, actually, if you want to talk about cold in Newfoundland, a little fishing village in Newfoundland, very Irish background. So I was surrounded by music and storytellers, you know, growing up, and I always had that bug of storytelling. And, and you know, Kathleen and I were married. We had a couple of kids, and we, you know, read all the classics to them, you know, Little Bear, all the fairy tales, all that sort of stuff. And I started creating my own stories and throwing them in the mix. And lo and behold, they liked the stories. And then my audience grew to nieces and nephews. And I had, you know, a pretty good following. But, you know, unfortunately with time, they grow up and I lost my audience. But I kept working on these stories, you know, on my own, thinking someday something would happen. And and so probably 10 years later, seven, eight years ago, I had this idea. I was on a plane. I had this idea. It just came into my head about this little mouse, the lowest of lowest creatures, who was given an opportunity, and he saves the day. And, hmm. and from that, I said, you know, I'm going to work on this. So every plane, because like, I travel a lot with my job, instead of, you know, doing my email and PowerPoint and all that, I'd pull out my computer and start working on a little spark. And then over two or three years, it developed. I tested it with some folks. And I was at that point, you know, because I had a full-time job and, and, and focused on that. I was at that point, and it was really my, my kids and my wife who said, you know, this has been a passion of yours. 
you know, all your life, you need to do this. And that was two and a half years ago. I knew <laughs> nothing uh, about this industry. I had no idea where you get a book printed or, or publishing, anything, zero. And then over the last two and a half years, you know, luck and, and, and good timing, I encountered a number of amazing people who sort of saw the vision. They, they got passionate like me about the vision of what we were creating, and, and we created, you know, a little spark. And uh, we tested it. We had a lot of different folks in the last two years giving feedback and kids and and then we launched on uh, October 1st. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, I want to be part of your team. I went to your website, bethatspark.com. I looked at who's behind this, and I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious, I want to be on there. <laughs> I just You're love on. this book. You, you, I, oh, you. please, like add me you as champion on. or cheerleader or something because I'm it. Um, this is the cutest thing I've come across in so long. And um, those of you who listen to the show, you know, you hear, hear me talk about our four boys. <laughs> There's four of them. They're 19, 21, 23, and 25 now. And, um, okay, so this book came into the house for us to look at for Best Ever You Evaluate because we give our awards and stuff like that. And I asked them what they thought. And one of them read it. I'm like, oh, this must be a great book. And then I read it. And then, you know, just kind of, it's just that little spark. And it's, so tell, rather than me going on and on and on about your book, which is amazing, will you tell us what it's about? Um, It's got so many. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just love this book. Well, there's, (laughs) there's a lot of characters, you know, obviously it's fantasy and, it's about a world that survives, you know, the, the sort of the ice age and it's a world of animals. And, and the reason they survive is they have a fire-breathing dragon named Daniel and his fire sort of warms the area and they, and they you know, escape the cold. They come here. Daniel is the source of heat and they build this community. And the community is very structured. You have the top supervisors, the big animals, the bears and moose and those guys. They, they run the show. Then you have providers who sort of get things done, they're the managers. And then you have the streeters, and they're the lowest in this society. And Spark is one of those um, streeters. And, you know, he's, like everyone around them, he's in a position and he's expected to do great in that position, but he's a dreamer. And he sees a bigger opportunity. And things evolve. Uh, the fire goes out. They try different things, and Spark comes up with a magical solution and it works. And, you know, the, the land is saved, but not for long because the fire keeps going out. And so Spark embarks on this journey uh, with an unlikely friend uh, and to discover another lake that, you know, he heard of, you know, from his grandfather to see if they could figure out a way to save, save themselves. And they encounter these crazy creatures in that journey, the, the scabes, the dreaded scabes, and, you know, he gets through, he finds the other land. Uh, they have a similar problem, and they decide to combine both communities. So a community called Tyrone uh, decides to follow Spark back through the mountains and back to the lake. And, again, they encountered these creatures. There's a whole set of dynamics that happen with the characters, and there's a magic owl, <laughs> who's my favorite <laughs> character, with an, with an English accent, so, of course, uh, right. to give them a little bit more character and uh, a learned uh, English accent. And they come back, and this new community is formed, which takes the best of both, uh, Zoran, which is the original community, to Rome. And, in fact, the name changes to Zerome, which is a combination of the two, the two worlds, and it's very mm-hmm. different. They, they change their structure where everyone is equal, and it becomes this great place. And, you know, along that journey, there's a lot of lessons. Uh, there's a lot of success. There's failure. There's, you know, all kinds of lessons. So we were able to extract from the book, you know, five key lessons that are in the book. You notice at the end of the book, you yeah. see Be That Spark, which is the overall theme. And then there's lessons from, from the book, which parents can engage in and, and talk about with uh, with the kids, and that's a really important part of the interactive because it's 
it's a chapter book. It's an illustrated chapter book, but it's really a read aloud. And the uh, and those lessons become an important part of you know how people engage. And you know, yeah. there are some great things. Parents sitting down and they're like one of the lessons: understand the situation. And there's a great uh, scene in the book where Rosie understands. She asks questions and she gets to the facts and which is a really important lesson for kids, well, not just kids, for all of us, to really ask questions to make sure you understand the situation before you make decisions or, or judge or, or those sorts of things. So in a nutshell, that's it. We created a soundtrack for the, uh, for the, for the book, and we embedded QR codes throughout the book. So as you go through the book, you see a QR code, scan it, and then the song plays on your phone. Um, and it's timed with the book, and we have some incredible musicians and, who created uh, the music for the book. But there's also a soundtrack which comes with the book. Uh, there's a URL on the inside flap. You go there, and you can download the full, uh, the full soundtrack, 12 songs. The book has eight short versions. And then we created an audio book, which was the most fun I think I ever had. We had a great... <laughs> Uh, huh. Great character who actually sings on the on the uh, on the album or on the soundtrack, and and it was just another dynamic because you had the, the story, you had the illustrations, you could hear the songs, and now you can hear actually the characters and the sound effects. So, you know, that took a while, and and again, just a, an amazing team that really put it together. But that's. So the- Oh, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And if you hear noise in the background while you're talking a little bit, it's because I have the book right here and I'm kind of flipping through it, loving it while you're talking. And um, it's so I want to describe the book. You know, we're on radio. We're not on video right now. Um, We're rescheduling our video for a different day when my hair might be done. (laughs) (laughs) I need my hair done as well. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So. Um, I'm, I'm trying to describe the book because it's not a little children's book. You know, it's not, it, it's, it's, a it's, it's a, the one I have is hardback with a jacket and it's, um, it's heavier. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's a, like a collector kind of book. Um, and you're, you're right. You can go to experience.bethatspark.com to download your free copy of A Little Spark, the music experience. There's codes. There's, I mean, there's just so many things. It's interactive is, is what I'm also trying to say, like you said. Um, so when you're going through the book, not only can you be reading this with your child, but you can also have that phone handy because no one puts down their phones and actually do something really fun with it and um, scan to listen for music. But i got to tell you, the one thing that I – absolutely love about this is the photo shoot. <laughs> I love the photo shoot. Uh, yeah. do, you, do you want to talk about that? That is the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that, you know, when we created this, I didn't want it to be an, like an interactive book first. It was to use some of the technology uh, to enable the story. So I was careful not to make it, you know, totally interactive, but we wanted to add some features. And so in the back, there's a couple of things. One is the selfie. We all know what a selfie is. And so mm-hmm. I found some technology, and basically you scan the code, and there's a little app, and it allows you to take a selfie. And in the frame of the selfie are all the characters. There's like three different selfies with the characters from Jerome, the dogs, which are important, and the cats. So the kids as part of the interactive, they, you know, take a selfie or they take a picture and in that frame uh, is the kids, you know, surrounded by all the characters. And it's cute. And, and kids love it and they print it and, you know, they, uh, it really adds a little connection between the character and, and the kid. And, uh, and in the back of the book, you'll notice there's, there's an example of that. There's a little two-year-old who loves the book, who takes the book to bed with him, actually. And then there's a, an older gentleman uh, who's 82. And, and those, that's the range of, of audience. Yeah. And so Bob, the guy, you know, in that photo is doing a selfie with the dogs around him. So it's not only for kids, adults like to be in the, 
in the selfies as well, as we know. Well, and I think that's smart, too, because it's really the adults who um, drive the purchases and and things like that. Um, And so I think it's really important to get adults on board with your book. That's I think that's more so how they how they um, thrive a little bit when an adult really loves a children's book. They read it to their children. Absolutely. And that's what this is really intended. It's really intended to be an experience between parent, grandparent, caregiver, and kids wide-ranging. Like the three-year-old, obviously, he's not going to understand the lessons, but he'll listen to the music, and or a nine-year-old may read it on their own. And, you know, so it's, it's really meant to be that experience and spending good quality time and fun um, and maybe dance a little. Dancing is, yeah. is a good thing to the music. And, and then it gives the parents an opportunity to – have a, a good discussion about the lessons and add their own spin on those. You know, obviously they know their kids, and, but it gives them a guide to, you know, to engage with something over a week or however long it takes them to go through it. Yeah, well, I spy great things for you, Chris Parsons. I think it's amazing. <laughs> um, we're speaking with author Chris Parsons, who is the author of A Little Spark. It's this wonderful children's book. Did this get released uh, yet? I, I can't yeah. remember when the release date is or when it was. October first. October first. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. it was released. And, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, you No, it was released on October first. We had a little uh launch party, you know, with COVID you can't do but we had the ten core people and we had a laugh and we had shed a tear, but it was, you know, a big milestone October first. I love it. Uh, I'm going to read something from here. To those who need a little spark, a hand up, a break, a chance, may you find your way and do great things. Where does that come from? Where do... Well, there is a, yeah, there's a, a couple of areas, but the idea of be that spark is sort of the theme of everything that we're doing here and whatever follows. It's, it's the idea that we all have an opportunity, and you know this in, in what you've created, we all have an opportunity to to step forward and do something good for folks. And and that's sort of the theme of, of you know, the book and the music. And and if we do, uh, obviously we'll have a major impact on the people, whether it's a, a smile or helping someone across the street. It can't always be like spark saving the day. But it'll also have a major impact on us. And, you know, the benefit is, is both to those who receive the act of kindness and to ourselves, and and really encouraging people, you know, to to step forward and to believe in themselves, and and so that's where it, it comes from. And there was a guy I worked with um, in the technology world because I came from this very you know technology technology business world, and he always ended a conversation, "May you do great things," and I always remembered that. And I thought that was so cool and so broad and. And so, so much in, in that comment, and I added it in at the end. And so he knows who he is. <laughs> <And, laughs> That's awesome. So I plagiarized, but it fits, you know, that. It's okay. And, you know, and again, the things that, that, that you, you talk about, about, you know, believing in yourself and, and, and making, making that visible to others by doing, you know, uh, various acts of kindness. Yeah, I, I, I'm not only a big fan of various acts of kindness, but I'm a massive fan of collaboration. Um, I, I just can't ever stop thanking people for having each other's backs, especially when you're trying to do something like this and, you, and you've got this like vision for it, but you don't exactly know how you're going to get there. And you need other people. You need somebody who can draw or sing or write or put the book together or whatever, you know, it's not just you putting a book together. I had no idea. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, That's I a team. Books, yeah. Zero. And, and it sort of came together the you know, sort of way I said, I had the book and I said, okay, what, what's in a book? Well, I need an illustrator. And then I went, you know, that, that famous uh, tool, Google, <laughs> and I started <laughs> investigating, you know, uh, and so I found this great illustrator in Toronto, Mike Motts. And so I started, you know, you know, that process and, you know, trying to take what was in my head and 
went through that, and he's phenomenal. Then he introduced me to this guy who works sort of with him, and he does editing for, he does a lot of help helping people self-publish. And he's been amazing, amazing editor, book designer. He's been working with me on the website and the technology. Uh, Will Robertson, and he's just an incredible person, and he's got this magazine and cartoon. And so that's been a year and a half just on that side of it. I had no idea. Uh, how to do any of that. And then on the other yeah. side, I, you know, I walked into, I said, well, I've got these three songs. Now, I don't play music. There's a, a fairly significant group who believe that I cannot sing. But <laughs> I had to use it. <laughs> that, and that's the time. I know. I feel, you. I feel you. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> sing. But it yet I, I have all this music in my head. And yep. so I Googled. I said, I've got to find a music studio. So uh, again, and I had these songs, and I created the songs. My songs come from bike time. So when I'm out riding my bike, I think of the songs, and I take videos. I stop the bike. I take these videos, da 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 da. Put some lyrics. And so I had all these videos, and I walk <laughs> into this. I walk into this music studio here in Dallas, and I walk in. I got my bike outfit on, and then I walk in. And Lisa Faulkner is there. And she said, yes, can I help you? I said, I've got this idea, and I want to create this. I've got these three songs. And she just, she's a little nervous at this point. Who is this guy walking Who around are the street <laughs> with the neon, neon? And I told her a little bit about it. She said, okay, well, I'll see if I can set something up with Bruce, who's the producer. I said, she could come back on Thursday. And I came back on Thursday. I met Bruce. And then for the last year and a half, we've had the most, fascinating relationship he is you know an incredible music producer he's you know he's got the studio in in dallas he's done tv he's done musicals he's just got this incredible career he is the guy who created all the music from and your your sons will know this dragon ball z oh uh, yeah that whole, right dragon yep. ball z it was the biggest thing ever bruce created all the music for that like he's got this wow. worldwide following and I just stumbled in, and, and then we started to take my ideas, and, and then he put the music, and then we found all the talent, uh, locally incredible singers and musicians, and we went from the three songs to 12 songs, and then the eight songs that are in the book, and, and you know, it's been an amazing journey. To your point, you know, uh, it takes a team, and, you know, between him and Will, and and then we found a at one point, and you can you can visualize this. I have no idea about how to distribute a book. So if I get a book printed, how do I get it to Amazon? And I'm going through that, and I can't. You know, it's very frustrating trying to because I don't have a sure. publisher on some publishing. And I get this vision of all these boxes in my garage, and me <laughs> having to take the box to go to. And I mentioned it to my wife, and she was looking at me. She, That's not going to happen. <laughs> we're going to bring wife you know, in in a minute here because we're going to Kathleen is her name Kathleen Kathleen that, yeah oh okay hang on Should yeah I keep going <laughs> boxes yeah. oh so this she, discussion yeah, is so familiar <laughs> and then and so I'm thinking you know I'm th- I have no idea man, how to print a book and so then I meet this guy oh, uh, and he says well there's a company in New Hampshire up your called you know, and you can and you can pathway book services. There's this little company, and they do some. And so then I met them, George and Jet, and that's been the most amazing relationship. So the book gets printed actually in Canada. It ships to the uh, warehouse in New Hampshire, and then they have the relationship with Amazon, and and they're brilliant and how they help me get it out there, and and you know it's, it's available everywhere right now, and and. And so, to, you know, as we went on this journey from the idea and filling in, we ended up with this, you know, amazing team. And, of course, my family had been front and center, my daughter, because one of the things, again, you know, I know social media, but I, I really don't really know how to use social media. So my daughter stepped in and she, you know, so we built the social media platform and then I had someone, Sabrina, works with me on all the content and and uh, and those things. So it's it's been this you know team effort, and then I'm, I work with some of the folks at Smith on some of the PR, and, and now we have this and the technology and all this sort of stuff. Now we have this platform uh, that we've created, and perfect. You know, it's 
it's just so rewarding. And and there to a point earlier, they are as passionate about this journey, you know, this you know, I call it the awesome journey as I am. And, you know, um and that that yeah. makes a big difference. You know, You're like anything. a book Olympian. And hello to everybody at Smith Publicity. We love you. Um, we have, we, oh my goodness gracious. Um, I have so many beautiful authors and so forth on my website, besteveryou.com because of Smith publicity. Um, I just love the people they bring, um, my way, such as yourself for interviews like this and articles and, and anything. So if you ever want to write anything for the website, please do. We, we, we'd love to have you there too. Um, let's, let's talk family for a little bit because, um, I know that, um, boy, they're supportive. <laughs> they, they, they really sometimes look at you like, what are you doing now <laughs> with that <Yeah>. creative mind? <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's very different. Very different. <laughs> yeah. But, they're, you know, without your family, you know, love and support, your children, your wife and everything, um, you know, they're, they're a good um, gauge, too of what what's good what's bad what needs to be fixed their their family is very interesting around you when you're doing something creative because i know i've had some some doozy ideas and they've been like "Mm, no (laughs) don't do that (laughs) did you have moments like that with this where like the mouse wasn't quite right or the dragon or words a lot of moments a lot of moments like that and all, you know, and the first reaction, because you're so into it, it depends. <laughs> no, I can't change that. That's the way it is. And then I realized, you know, they have really good ideas and they know, they, 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 they know more and they know, have a different perspective. So, yeah, so it was true family experience. We, all the proofreading, the characters, my son was heavily involved because in, I, I created a character profile for every character in the book. There's a full sheet. On who they are, what they're, you know, what they're like, what they sound like, because we use that with the musicians. You know, if, you re- if you're going to sing this song, read this. <laughs> you know, he's English. He's, you know, and my son really took the lead on that. And he had recently graduated with PR and communication, so, so he had a lot of <laughs> input, I call it, early on, and and that was great. And my and my daughter who uh, knows a lot. And and she certainly let me know what she knew and what she thought. And she had some great ideas around the design and the logos because she's very creative mm-hmm. uh, background. Mm-hmm. And my wife, you know, she's the, the solid rock who proofread everything. And, you know, this makes sense. This doesn't make sense. She was also involved in the music. So one of the songs actually, if you listen to the song, My Little One, which is People love that song, and it's a, it applies to any mother with a, with a child moving on to something, whether it's school or sparked and over the mountain. She is the voice. Uh, she sings that song, and she stepped up because I, I wasn't happy with where that song was going. She has a great voice, and then one day I came home and said, listen, it's your voice because you know, she had a great voice. Never used it enough, and she said, no, I don't think so because she'd never been in a studio. And then two weeks later, she recorded that song. And she helped me uh, with a lot of the music. So it's, it is, it's been this family, and, and then the family extends a little bit, you know, to some of these close friends who, who feel comfortable in giving you feedback. So we had a number of, a number of those folks who, uh, yeah. who really helped. And, uh, and what came out the other side, you know, people say, oh, you did a great job. You're just, you know, it's so fantastic. It was sort of being the orchestra and, you know, the leader in the middle, you know, trying to tap into all this energy and all these great minds and, and uh, it sort of came together and my feelings weren't hurt. Um, oh, thick skin, well, right? You've got, oh my goodness yeah. gracious, do you need to develop a, an, a, an armor <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, of oh sorts? Yeah. yeah, there were no <laughs> knives or weaponry. No knives or weaponry. Yet, so uh, it was good, but it's a, uh, and then, you know, when, when it's your baby and someone responds, you know, it's defensive. And I had to, yeah. uh, I had to learn that really quick, even now as the book is, you know, out there and whatnot. I just, because everyone is not going to feel the same way about it. And, and what drives me is really, to your point, that picture, you know, with, with, the, with the kid holding the book, it's all these notes I get and the parents sending me 
things and pictures. Little girl going to school with her, you know, a little spark book. Yeah. So, you know, you get over that, you know, that input when you see the final results and people engaging, you know. Yeah, it's super, super, super tricky to be out into the general public and receive all of those responses because you're right. Everybody has a different um, processing filter through, you know, what, how they're going to receive your information and you won't please everybody. You'll get some, some ding reviews and this and that, but you know, I, I totally agree with you for, for the most part, you get those people who are hugging your book and love you and support you and want you to succeed rather than drag you down. So I always think it's super important to surround yourself with that love, but not so, not so that you're so insulated that you can't change if somebody really does have something constructively helpful. Absolutely. And, you know, there's, I, I'm even on some of that feedback that, you know, I won't say it's negative or whatever, but critical feedback along the way, I've learned so much from that feedback uh, because one of the challenges, and, and you know, you know, being an author and knowing a lot about children's books, all the genres, you know, what is this book? Is it a picture book? Is it a board book? Is it a check? Yeah, you because know, people, as they receive the book, have a certain preconceived view of categories and where mm-hmm. to fit things in. So, so it took a while, really, for me to position the book properly so people could understand what they were getting, that this was not, you know, the small, to your point earlier to start the book, it's not a small chapter book. It's not a 40-page picture book. It's, you know, 160-page illustrated chapter book. And and so, you know, really trying to help people understand what it is uh, has been one of the learnings from this feedback, which has been really good for me to 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 really get that and, and try to adjust, you know, positioning accordingly. What this reminds me of, um, your book reminds me of one of those books that you give as a gift, um, like a really special moment where like a grandparent, a parent, um you you sign it to to who to whomever, and it's a very special gift, like a Christmas gift, a, a that type of thing. And um, that's that's what I used to do when the kids were little. They would each receive a special hardback book for Christmas or their birthday. They all have them still, um, and you know, we'd sign them, "Love, Mom." Love mom and dad, you know, mm-hmm. what, who, you know, that kind of thing. And that's exactly what this is. It's, it's a really special thing that you open up on Christmas morning and go, oh, I love this book. And it's, it's one of those that stays with your collection. It's not one that just processes through in paperback form that, you know, get donated or something like that. That's, this is going to stay with people, I think, anyway. Well, that's, that's, that's my impression that. of it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so we've got a little bit more time. I, w- I won't keep you forever and ever here, but it's fun to have you here. Um, and I tend to not like to end shows, so if you do need to go at any point, <laughs> let me know. Because <laughs> I, 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 I love my I'm guests. I'm fine. I'm, I'm delighted. I'm <laughs> delighted to be here. I could, yeah, I could the... get here all afternoon. Don't worry. That's cool. Well, <laughs> please do, because, it, you know, it's fun to have you here. And um, it, it's a moment for sure to be able to have you here. Okay, so let's talk Parsons Zoo because um, I've got our own little Garino Zoo over here. It's filled with cats, dogs, you know, in the background. Our our, um, our lovely dog of 14 years passed away uh, in January. Oh, oh yeah, heart-wrenching. Um, so I don't know if I've got oh, a children's book in me. Uh, Tessa, oh. she's she, oh, a beautiful Labradoodle. Um just the coolest dog with the four boys, you know, one of those talking, beautiful, calm, non-barking, just great dog. But since she passed away, the uh, we live kind of in the forest here in Maine, and um, all of the animals in the backyard are out. We we have <laughs> we have squirrels, chipmunks, frogs, um, groundhogs, raccoons, deer. <laughs> They're all like. Wow. Oh, the yard is free. It, absolutely hilarious year with all the creatures visiting us. So I get the zoo thing. Do you want to talk about? Yeah. Your, you, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just like hit my microphone you, uh, with your book. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, uh, I'd like to be where you are. We, we see the odd, you know, a wild animal here, but I love that whole, 
I love animals, and my wife and I share that, and we've always had, you know, cats and dogs. And mm-hmm. so the Parsons Zoo, there's three dogs and three cats. They were all part of the book. So if you look oh, in there, cool. you, they're all in there. Every one of them are in there. So Char, which is the nice cat, is really Charlie, my cat, and Spank. Now, they don't all have the same personality because Spank, the black cat in there, like a white cat, is a nice cat. But in the book, you know, it takes on a different, sure. uh, a, a different behavior. And so they're in there, and the dogs, and in fact, one of the main characters that people love because he has this be my friend attitude, you know, a belief in people, just a wonderful character is Ned Noof. And Ned Noof is based on my dog Bear, who is a Newfoundland dog. Of course, being from Newfoundland, I've got, I have two Newfoundland dogs. Beautiful. Ned Noof, yeah, Ned Noof, and if anybody, when people read the book, Ned Noof is, if you were to pick everyone, obviously Spark and Rosie, who becomes the mayor and, you know, all that. But if you wanted one person as your friend from the book, it's Ned Noof. So, and then he has a sister called Nina, which is Abby, my other dog. So uh, we, and they're rescue dogs uh, mm-hmm. that we have. And, and so they're a really important part of, of the story because it is a fantasy about animals. And, and I'm sure you feel the same way that kids and animals it's special, you know, that connection. Oh. And and uh, so we bring that out in the book. So I joke with Ned Noof that he's going to become famous and, you know, he's going to have to wear <laughs> sunglasses so people don't recognize him because people will be trying to take selfies with him and all that. <laughs> That's um, awesome. But, but it's been really, really fun. They're in there. And, and there's other, there's a lot in that book that, you know, is meaningful to me. And I got my little things in there, different different. Well, I love the fact that you have um, an owl. What's the owl's name again? Oliver. Oliver. Okay. So um, we have owls here, and they land right on the bird feeder. I'll send you a picture of some of the owls that have landed. I mean, they land, and they look at you, and you can get right up pretty much close to them to take pictures of them. And um, they're so beautiful and amazing. but I, I love the fact that you, you put in the owl in here. Um, why? Why did you do that? Well, it fits the story. Uh, first of all, I love owls. I mean, they're, they're amazing. We, you yeah. know, we spend a fair amount of time in Nova Scotia, where mm-hmm. my wife is from, and, and up there we see all the owls, and I'm always fascinated with owls. But in the story, there's a part in the story that we needed a wise, magical creature who had magic, and the owl was a natural. And so Oliver came to be as this wise, magical uh, owl. Uh, he, he has a significant role in the book, and he has a fantastic song called I'm Back Towards the End, done by Brandon McGinnis, who's just an amazing guy. And Oliver uh, has an ego. He's very wise. <laughs> he has an ego, but he has this massive failure <laughs> in the middle. And it's really interesting because one of the things with kids is not only, you know, celebrate win, but you're going to have loss. So resilience is, is a really important thing, and people see that. But, but he comes back, and he sort of saves the day, and the magic works, and it's a really cool story. But I wanted a creature that was wise and magical, and if anyone could know, any animal that could know magic, it would be an owl. And, and so... And even and he has a British accent, so you listen to the audio book. It's really funny the way <laughs> uh, the voice actor did the, the accent. And even in the song, uh, when we recorded the song, if you listen to the song, I'm Back, which is in the book, you hear the English accent in his voice. So it was a lot of fun. That character was, you know, a lot of fun. The book, uh, hello everyone at Mom's Choice Awards. We love everybody at Mom's Choice Awards. They gave me an award way back when, when they were very first starting. Um, So I've been a fan of Mom's Choice Awards for a very, very long time. So your book has this shiny, beautiful gold Mom's Choice Award, too. Yeah, no, that was uh, really, you know, I, I... put forward a little spark and all the assets. So it was the book. I sent them the audio and the music and, you know, some of the video and the website. And 
and, uh, you know, put a lot of effort in, you know, hoping that they would see all the different assets. And, and, and yeah, we were delighted with that. And uh, it's really, you know, it's really important that, you know, that it gets their seal of approval for parents and educators in, you know, the media ca- category. Um, and we've had some, you know, some good reviews and some other organizations like the Children's Book Review. Um, they, they early on, they, they, you know, had an opportunity to review the book. So we're starting to collect, you know, some of these uh, feedback that we're, we're, we're trying to use as part of the marketing uh, side of things here. So, Yeah, it's one thing to write a book, and it's different to market it, isn't it? Yeah, um, absolutely. And again, that's <laughs> another area. Now, I do have a bit of uh, like business development and background and, you know, from the technology world, so I'm familiar with some of the marketing, but this is not like that. Oh, <laughs> this, I, this is very different. Very different community. Yeah, I spin my wheels a little bit sometimes, thinking, "Why can't people just see this?" <laughs> you know, and once they see it, it's it's tricky too because it's it's almost like you have to give books out for free for people to be able to see it, visualize it, you know, touch it, read it, and so forth, and then it kind of goes. It's it's a it's a funky no. thing with children's books. Um, I know I just had a uh, lovely. I love libraries and librarians. And um, do you have? Are you on Goodreads? Yes. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Um, yeah, oh yeah. You don't love. <laughs> you're not the social media person. <laughs> so Goodreads is is really neat. I've been doing some um, book giveaways on Goodreads. And mm-hmm. um, that that you just throwing that idea. Yeah, I did one. I did one on Goodreads. We gave 25 books away last week. And this was with your, yeah, obviously your good friends at Smith. They recommended that. And we, we did a giveaway there. One of the things, and, and this is, inter- again, these are the learnings, you know, you learn from going through this or anything in life, really. The, the nature of the book is so much better when you have it in your hand. And you, you said that stick, it's solid, you have QR codes, yeah. and you got that little URL. You go in there and you see this, the audio book and all the music. It doesn't work as well on the digital review, you know, when you do digital reviews because people get right. the PDF of the book or whatever. And that's, that, that's been a challenge. So I'm all about getting the book to people so they can experience it, touch it, feel it, you know, look at the back, go to the website, go, you know. And, and so I've learned a lot. And the Goodreads one, we, you know, we just did the giveaway, and it's, you know, 25, you know, hardcover books. Uh, we had, you know, great response to the giveaway. So those yeah. are all things I had no idea, no idea that that ever existed, you know, in in terms of, you know, how you market because the target market, to your point early on, is the parents and obviously the kids, and but it's really the parents and how to how to get them uh, excited about something, and uh, it just there's a lot, a lot too, especially well, when you're new and you, you know, no one knows. Your name. Yeah, exactly. I I run into that all the time. And the other thing, too, is, you know, if you think about all of the information that people are bombarded with daily, buy this, buy that, do this, look here, listen here, you know, all of those things, it's very, very noisy. So to stand out above that is exceptional. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, and, and, you know, obviously what you do, is that wouldn't it be great if we had more, you know, in front of us about good news, about great things, about right. people doing just wonderful things? And so it is really hard to break through. And, and, but some things break through and it, it you know, changes people's lives. And yeah. so, but it, but it is difficult, you know, in terms of who the influences are, the bloggers and <laughs> You know, Instagram, I mean, we're doing all that thanks to, you know, Sabrina and, and, and Maggie for uh, for helping with all that. But, yeah, it's a whole new uh, – now, we've had success um, um, in terms of we launched um, uh, October 1st, and we did get to number one uh, Amazon new release in children's yep. music books. So Yes, it's congratulations. Yes, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, to, yeah. And I stumbled on that. Again, I you know, the categories when we set up an Amazon, I didn't know what a category was and people, you know, up a, a pathway, you know, here's the categories you're gonna set it up and 
And then having a book release, I just stumbled. Oh my God! You know, the number one. <laughs> number one. And, yeah. <laughs> number one. Yeah. And then everyone say, "Oh, it's really important. It's the number one." And you know, it's in the category that's probably the most meaningful to me. In in that, um, it's the music. The music book, obviously, that has all the the regular. But music is sort of the embedded piece, yeah. and the, obviously the audio book. But so I'm delighted, you know, with to rally. But, but, yeah. No, I, I hear you. It's, that's always my goal when I put something out. I'm like, I watch that. I'm like, I just want to be like, you know, two works for me too. I'm good with either one of them, like one, two in the ranking. Yeah. And then I kind of oh. go from there and I'm like, okay, we're, I can chill out now a little bit, but then I don't. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> I that wish, I wish funny. my brain would quiet every once in a while, but you know, fellow airplane writer, um, that you are, uh, that is exactly how, um, like I wrote percolate, let your best self filter through traveling back and forth between Maine and Minnesota on airplanes because my dad had a stroke. And, um, so I was going back and forth. I just moved to Maine and I, I would fly back and forth and I wrote that book on largely on airplanes, some parts on airplane napkins, crayons, you know, whatever I could find to kind of write, but mostly in, in journals. So, um, what is it about airplanes that allows us to write and, did you ever have that moment where you're like, what am I doing exactly? Yeah. I had a lot <laughs> of moments like that, especially because I didn't have the context of the path for because it was always new to me. I said, okay, so what do you do now? And I'd have these bl- a blank. And and then, you know, eventually I did some research and I'd, I'd move forward. But airplanes, there's two things about airplanes. One you can make yourself alone because sometimes you don't want to talk to people. So you take out your, <laughs> it's good to be, exactly my point. It's good to be working. You know, it's good to be, it's good to be, going, it's good to be writing a script. I'm writing a manuscript, you know, whatever. And, <laughs> like, and so you can find a way to be alone and it's kind of surreal in the air and, you know, moving and, you know, from one place to another. And, and I find I, I do some, some of my best thinking, uh, on the plane, a lot of it, you know, was obviously apl- applied to business and getting ready, you know, for presentations and all that. But, you know, it worked out really well. I spent a lot of time because I traveled between London and Washington, D.C., you know, to, or uh, Barcelona was another destination. On a regular basis, I had long plane rides. And, and, um, cool. and it worked out. And as I watched all these people, you know, with their computers out there, frustrated, they're doing email, like 5,000 emails, and they're crammed in there. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over smiling, thinking about Oliver. Trying a mouse. You know, forget my email. I'll, do, I'll, I'll deal with the emails tomorrow. So it was always, always look forward to the plane ride to get in, in the seat and get settled in and see what would happen, you know, was one of those things. Yeah, no, I, I completely get it. We have a we have some questions from listeners. Um, are you is that okay? And I'm not sure. gonna guys, I'm yeah. not gonna air you live with your question. I'm just gonna take your question and ask it for you. So I'm not at the dashboard here doing all sorts of crazy stuff trying to trying to listen and click and all that stuff. So the first question is why um uh, let me read this a little bit better. Um did you ever think about traditionally publishing is basically the gist of the question. Yes. Uh, again, I knew nothing about process. And I started down the path, you know, literary agents and publishers. And, and I actually spent a bunch of time, you know, with these query letters, sending it in to these literary agents. And, and yeah, I had a lot of rejection because it didn't fit the mold of what, you know, they right. do. And so I learned a lot about the, and it works tremendously for, for a lot of authors. But for me, I, I had to go this path. And basically what I've created is a publishing company. Uh, the ability to that. do it myself. I, yeah, I've got marketing. I've got editing. I've got social media. I have the technology platform uh, and all the, I've got the music platform. So, so through this process, we built a platform um, but certainly, you know, for most folks, you know, self-publishing is one thing or do what I, what, what I went through to create, you know, my own platform. But, you know, the publisher route, you lose control a little bit as well. And, you know, I was at a point where things were kind of flying around and I wanted to have uh, a lot of control. But, 
you know, it worked out. But we, you know, I try. I, I spend time <laughs> and uh, sure. lots of rejection on these query, you know, letters and whatnot. But it also forced me to really think through the story. When you write a letter, you gotta really articulate what it's about and how it works. And so it was valuable to engage and, and try to understand how that all worked. Were you so? Here's how I go with that. Sometimes is um, I get really nervous of flying my ideas around out randomly because sometimes they appear in other people's stuff. Were you yep. nervous about that? I, I sometimes I, will submit I, crappy ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. You know, yeah. At, no, I wasn't nervous about. I am nervous about that now because I know a lot more. Yeah. Uh, because I've seen examples of that. But when, you know, I'm just, you know, this is great. The world's going to love this. And But I, I quickly understood copyright and trademarks. Yeah. And and so I spent a lot of time making sure that I protected the characters and the story. Like, to be that spark is, is you know, we're, we're, you know, we're going through the trademark process because that's really important going forward because that's sort of the movement that we're trying to create, be that spark and, you know, all the different content under that. So, yeah, I, um, you know. I've My dad taught me that. Of, My dad's an yeah. ex-Hollywood guy. Uh, he passed away um, about two years ago now. Um, he was a stroke survivor for a really long time, and um, he taught me that. He's like, do not just blindly send your ideas out into the universe. <laughs> there are too many of them and so forth. Yeah. And so it was, it was really interesting because he's had, you know, things happen to him that you know, I'm not going to share right now, but I'll, I'll tell you offline. Um, but really just truly interesting. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's uh, traditional publishing. I'm, I've got a mixture of traditional self, kind of hybrid, you know, all those things. And you learn a little, a little, a lot about it in the different formats. And I think one of the things that you just mentioned, and I know we've got kind of an audience here listening also um, who, who are trying to learn how to do what you've done. Uh, that always happens, I think. And so to all of you folks who are, are listening to kind of learn how to, how to do a children's book or do you traditionally publish yourself or whatever. Um, one of the things that I find most expensive about children's book or books are the illustrations that I, I see people all day long on Facebook on, I've got a great children's book idea, but how do I get this illustrated exactly? Yeah, that's that, you know, so I was, you know, in a position, you know, from my corporate background and, you know, I left my job, I worked with AT&T and I left last year, you know, and I walked in, you know, I said, I, I'm leaving. I said, what are you going to do? I'm going to do this. They were, sh- they were shocked. <laughs> I can't imagine. But, yeah, I know. I had one of those moments, too, where you're like, what are you yeah, doing? <laughs> you're what? And, and yeah, you're And it's funny now. Some of those people are my big, the biggest fans of A Little Spark, and they, you know, you know which is great. But, you know, I left that behind to focus. And, you know, I had the resources to be able to do this and, you know, and the investment and, and because, you know, you know, you need that. It is expensive. Um, yeah, I call it uh, like we, a little ho- horse. See, I was telling my husband this morning, it's like having a, a horse that you race. Yeah. Of like a, exactly. it's, it's like a, it's a really expensive thing. It yeah, can be. It's rewarding, but, you know, you're not going to win a lot. But <laughs> it is. It takes a lot of resources. And, and one of the things, one of the most important things, you know, I would say to anyone, and I, I, I probably stumbled into it. It may have been my business background on innovation and product development and stuff like that. But I created a test group. So we created the, the story, got all the illustrations, trying to figure out the QR codes and all that sort of stuff. And so I said, I'm going to print this book. So we printed it on Ingram Spark, you know, the digital. Yep. Anyway, and, and I printed 50 of them the first time. 50 books showed up, and, and I gave them out to all these people. And with kids and different, and then I went through a process. It was over six months where they provided all the feedback. So it's really important. We talked about this earlier, getting that feedback from, you know, who you think your target market. And we had some really interesting feedback, and it changed. Like the book cover, I had a book cover which I thought was phenomenal. Apparently not. With kids. And <laughs> See, that, that cover, you've had happen too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Totally different, 
totally different. And people loved the cover, awesome. but that came from a grade one class who uh, did a little, we did a little pilot project, actually. I gave them books, 16 books. Teacher was amazing. She had read the book, draft version book. She said, this is great. I want to bring it into my class. Brought it into the classroom. She had sparked uh, time every morning. It was grade one. They read the book. They, they, they play the music and all that. And from that, and she gave me all the key. They loved that. The parents loved it. It was a great pilot program. But what I want to do in the future is create something for, for, for students and teachers. Right. And they had so much, so much feedback about the length of the song in the book, the cover of the book. So I think encouraging people, yeah, everybody has this circle around them that will, will give them. And, and there may be people in that circle that can do things for them to make it less expensive and social media and all those things. So there's a way of, of doing it when you, you know, when you have people surrounding you, and especially if you have a great idea and people think it's awesome, you know, it's amazing how humans look for good things to uh, to engage in. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's my favorite thing. When when you, uh, you know, sometimes I'll have a really uh, good idea, but like implementing the idea is tricky for me because I won't know what I don't know. Or um, I'll, you know, kind of like the process you went, where you walk in somewhere and you're like, hey, I've got a song. <laughs> and they're looking at you like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never heard of you, you know, kind of thing. And so it's, I love it when, when people, you know, this will be a fantastic story of, of how this all came to be. That's, that's what's yeah. really cool to me too. The back, the back, the history of it, the back story is always fun. Yeah, and, a lot um, of stories. A lot yeah. Of stories. And I tell you what, I know we're going to come up on time, but I tell you, you know, the whole COVID thing is terrible. It's, you know, it's yeah, it's unbelievable surreal for all of us. There's one positive for me is that you know now when you go out to restaurants and you want to get the menu and you don't have the menu, you've got to scan the QR code. So yeah. everybody everybody understands what the QR code is now. now. Yeah. And I, I had it in the book. And, you know, what do I do? I open my phone. Do I put it in video? And so one of the – there's a you know, silver lining in everything. But so now people, when they read the book, they see a QR code. They know how to – how to deal with it, you know, yeah. which is no, I, I, I think so too. And, um, you know, what, as we were talking, one of the things that I would love if you have a moment um, would be some of that backstory for besteveryou.com, like yeah. to show us some of the goofs that led to the feedback, the, the, the things that didn't make the cut or whatever. That's to me, that's so cool of how you arrived at what's in front of me. Um, I think people would really benefit from that because I've got multiple, um, like in, in some of the things I do that those are some of the most interesting blogs for people who are, you know, want to want to follow in your footsteps. Um, and they understand mm-hmm. that a lot of what comes out originally isn't exactly what you're seeing right now. There've been multiple edits, um, rewrites, yeah. structure, all that stuff. There's a lot of, I, and I'm not always certain people completely understand that um, people, people are seeing your finished product and think this was easy for you. It's like we get to mm-hmm. see the finished product, not all the, all the things that you went yeah. through. So I think that's great. I'd love um, to do that. I'd love, that'd be so much fun because there are, to your point, there's a lot of, there's a lot of learnings. <laughs> oh yeah. I'd, I'd love to share because people shared with me, you know, I'm giving back because on this journey, people say, you would never do that. Really? You know, so I, it's a two-way street. So I'd love to, yeah. you know, I'd love to be able to do that and, and uh, certainly share some advice from the things Perfect. we did right and the things we didn't do right. All right. So my, my least favorite time has arrived, and that's ending this show. So um, <laughs> you're going to experience the chop horrible at ending shows, but I always have fun. So um, I would like to, I'm going to get more professional at this, I swear, someday after 500 shows. So Chris, thank you very much for being with me today here on the Best Ever You Show. It was, I love, thank you. I love your book, A Little Spark. Um, Everybody go to bethatspark.com. Please go to Amazon. Uh, The book is out, uh, was came out October 1st. You can go to Amazon. There's all sorts of different, uh, I have a cat in the background. That's what that noise is. That's cat toys. Um, All different versions of the book are available on Amazon and also at bethatspark.com. So Chris, thank you so much for being here. Best of luck. And I hope we keep in touch and I hope you'll come back again, write and, and everything. So thank you. Thank you. Absolutely.
Thank you. All right, everybody. Take care. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.